everybody. Hello. Sorry, I just got super distracted. So I'm on <laughs> CNN. Senior citizens arrested after large amount of cocaine fat found stashed on cruise ship. Okay, we'll have to that get just into popped that up. today. Yeah. Basically, we are very well aware that we haven't been around for like three weeks. Trust me, we know. Uh, so yeah. hold on, let me do the thing. Welcome to Moody Brides. Hey. Hey. Episode, we'll call 14. Episode 14 slash 15, because yes. last week we recorded and Dumb and Dumber fucked shit up. Yeah, you see, basically the first step to recording a good podcast, especially on the road, is to bring the computer that you would generally record the, repod- the podcast onto. Yeah. Um, and I did not do that. And then we did like a thing with a with a Google Drive. So well, work. no. So then on Zach's, so we use Zach's computer under guest, and it doesn't save your files if it's under guest. But I had already emailed it or put it on the Google Drive. But also, I started sending the wrong the wrong file, so mm, it was okay. literally taking forever to upload. And I was like, I don't know what's going on right now. And Zach was like, Did you pick the right file? So I don't fucking know. How am I supposed to? What? How do I know? <laughs> how do? And so he. How do computer thing? <laughs> I do not computer. This is not a computer podcast. No, so I don't know what people expect. I know. So, um, especially that guy. Uh, and so he's like, "You have been uploading the wrong one." So Great. get get out of it. So I was like, "Why? Why is everything slowing down?" He goes, "Did you exit out of the program?" And I was like, "Yes, I exited." He goes, "You see how there's a little dot underneath the icon? That means it's you just minimized it. That's, oh, that's all mm, you did. Like just you minimizing it, like you minimize your problems. <laughs> exactly. Just push it down. So, anyways, deep, 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 deep down. Long story short, uh, fourteen was scrapped. Yeah, that's the first episode we've had to actually scrap, but it was probably a good thing. Um. We're coming back after a hiatus that was, um, it started off because of Thanksgiving because we were like, hey, we should spend time with our families. Yeah. And then some really horrible things happened in my family. Uh, all I'll say is that um, my my father passed away. I'm not ready to talk about it on the podcast. Nope. Um, I get, I will get really deep in my sad bag and I'd like to keep this light because this is supposed to be like a fun outlet for us. Mm-hmm. And also it's very personal and I'm just, my brain's all not... screwy and I don't want to say anything that just is, inter- could be interpreted strangely yeah, totally. on the podcast. So that all aside, thank you for waiting. Yes. We love you. Absolutely. We love you. Um, Rachel got cable. Oh, yeah. So, um, I got cable, so I don't know if uh, if you guys are excited about this. I'm I am. excited. But I recorded all of season six of 90 Day Fiance. Hell what? Because yeah. I need to watch season six. Yeah. Well, it's on, it's on, it's on, it's not on Hulu. It's not on Hulu. That's on yeah. me. But, like, I'll just come yeah, to your girl. house. You can, because I recorded party. them. Um, <laughs> also, uh, so one of our listeners, Rico, um, super fantastic i don't actually know him but everybody else knows him he's awesome. um he suggested that we watch the leah remini scientology um uh documentary on hulu so i started watching that and let me tell you what there's a fucking scientology cable <sighs> oh my god oh my god this is <laughs> we're just starting there is a scientology channel on cable and I've been watching it, um, and Zach came home the other day and asked if I was turning into a Scientologist. Mm, that's a fair um, question. If I came home and saw my husband watching that, I'd be like, we've got to talk. Well, it is a fair question, except A, I mentioned that I was doing podcast research, and B, I've repeatedly made fun of this religion. It's a cult. It's a cult. Um, because I mean, it I guess was, it could be also... 
it's it's a cult. It, it, yeah, it was it was founded by a science fiction writer. So, um, if you guys want to follow me around with cameras and stuff and harass me because I'm down talking Scientology, that's fine. Um, Come at me, bro. Yeah, basically, you can see me in my new sweats. Yeah, girl. Dude, Walmart has stepped up their game. They have. I almost um, bought a pair of joggers from them the other day. Like so, $12. Look at, look at, I mean, don't look at I my hairy legs, but look at the yeah, you were so, just enveloped in I know. coziness. I know they're wonderful. So, um, I actually bought a pair on Saturday, and then I went back last night, and I bought another pair, and I bought Zach a pair, and then he put them on this morning, and he said that he wants to go buy another pair. So, um, can yeah. I just say I saw him at the gym today, mm-hmm. and I said I'm a little cold in here, and he goes, "Not me. I've got these super warm sweatpants that did Rachel really got me." And he literally did exactly what you just did: <laughs> grabbed the hem of the pant, rolled it up ever so slightly to show me the fleece enveloping his calves. Oh my god, they're the best things that have ever. I'm gonna have I, a pair of these. I literally wore them Saturday, Sunday, and I took them off yesterday to wash them because I was like, "These things are gonna grow on me, so I need another pair." <laughs> so. <laughs> I, I gagged a little. I'm, <laughs> I'm mom lifing so hard right now. Can we just talk about the fact that Baxley took a header off the back <clears> of the couch? <laughs> I feel partially responsible. Do not. I was oh actually my God. closest no. to him when this happened. No. Now, ma- make no mistake. I was not within arm's reach. No. I could not have no. stopped what happened. No. But I saw it happen. No. It's, and it was very traumatic it, it, for me. It happened so fast. It all happened so fast. So, Baxley, Lennon is walking now. Um, that's another, <laughs> that's a thing in its own. And Baxley is really fast at crawling. And he climbs on over anything. He, I caught him trying to climb the window. Like, there's no feasible way for him to climb the window. But yet, I saw him, like, pulling his, his arms up and putting his foot up, trying to find a, a ledge for him to crawl up on the window. So, anyways, yeah. Baxley took a header off the couch. He's got a big goose egg. He's fine, I think, probably. Um, but yeah, so that's been my that's been that's been my day to day. Rachel was super thoughtful and brought me an Americano, mm-hmm. which is um God. It's my love language. Coffee, donuts, wine. Uppers and downers, baby. Yeah. This is the life cycle of a mother. Yeah. So. Um, <laughs> I mean, I will just say, first of all, from what I did see, because all I saw were his feet going above his head as he plummeted to the floor, is that he did not fall very far. No. First of all, your it, couch is not super high. Also, he, he he leaned over onto his belly first, yeah. based on where the positioning of his feet were when I glanced <laughs> over at him. So, um, you're not a bad mom. Oh, If no. your kid doesn't make it through, like, babyhood or toddlerhood with a goose egg, you're probably like proje- you're probably like um helicopter momming a little too much like they have to learn i know that's i'm i'm very much not a helicopter mom for instance like we <laughs> you have like, two babies like how can you helicopter i, like, I can't i don't have the energy to helicopter like lennon was sucking on the grocery cart while we were at the store you like, know what I can't. you can have a strong immune system you know it is what it is man my I... sister-in-law is going through <laughs> something similar although her kids are in daycare because she's a teacher and yeah so she's having the whole like inoculation via daycare where like you take babies to daycare they get sick a lot Mm -hmm. when they're babies but by the time her kids go to public school they're gonna have like the strongest immune system of everybody and it tends to go the opposite way for kids who stay at home with their parents 
they they get it all when they start preschool. So either way, your kid's right. gonna get inoculated, and your kid. And the that. thing with twins that I find <laughs> extremely challenging for you guys is that one will start to get sick, and the other one won't quite be sick. It never happens at the same time. But like two days into that one being uh-huh. a shitty little mess, the other one becomes a shitty little mess. Yeah. And then right as the other one's starting to get better, the other one gives them back the yep. thing that they. So as a twin mom, I feel like society owes you a lot of <laughs> leeway in just. Your sanity levels. Yeah. Let your kid lick the cart. You know what? Every now and again. Yeah. No, I just, I can only watch, I can, I just, it is what it is. All right? It is. Check it it in the pocket. It is what it is. You have very healthy, well-cared-for babies. They're going to topple over couches and lick grocery carts. It's just part of growing up. Oh, my God. It's, yeah. So, that's yeah. a thing, obviously. I mean, she already attacked a scorpion with her mouth. Yeah, and then so she, put a, she put a honey, well. a honey bee. It was dead. It was a dead bee in her mouth. A couple, uh, that's like, good, because eating a bee would have been very anti-bee, yeah. according to PETA. Yeah. Oh, we should talk about that, too. Anti-bee language. <laughs> Anti. I screenshotted it. Um, so, we could, um. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we might be a couple weeks behind on this because we haven't been podcasting, but we both got a kick out of PETA's um they're 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 oh my gosh, why am I doing not good with words? I doing I, not good with words. I did a, a a card, a Christmas card today. I spelled Antonio wrong. Um, as in the city we live in. As in the city we live in. Mm. And I compared it to another card and I couldn't figure out why it didn't look the same. Mm. And I was just like, hmm. and it took me way longer than I'm willing to admit. Like that, minutes? Uh, oh, yeah. I was, I was staring at it, and I was like, why? Why? And then I, you know, it's not. Anyways. Anyways, let's talk more about this PETA thing. Um, so bringing home the bacon was one that I saw that was making PETA activists very angry. It was very anti-animal language. Bringing Anti-animal home bacon. language. That's what, oh, no, I deleted it. That's fine. <laughs> Um, yes. Uh, what was the other one? Like bringing, yeah, I was bringing home the bagels, but feed two birds with one bagel. Oh, instead of kill two birds with one stone. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, PETA is just another example of like an organization that just like, that just like overshot and ruined it for everybody. That is exactly. We should have people who like are campaigning for animals to be treated Mm -hmm. ethically. Like I eat meat, but I really wish that like our our agricultural like meat industry was more ethical and kind to animals. Because yes, we're going to eat them, but there's no reason why they have to live in filth. No, I agree. And be killed in brutal ways. Like let that chicken walk the fields for a while yeah definitely and then kill it quickly same with the cow that said PETA just takes it like so far that like anything valid they had to Mm -hmm. say just goes out the fucking window because they're fucking batshit and I feel like we have a lot of that today like a lot of that like organizations that like started off like oh yeah yeah, that's that's good and they're like whoa 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 (laughs) no you just alienated 90% of the population (laughs) you've got to fucking chill oh like where I've seen them be like we shouldn't have pets let all the animals roam free. And I'm like, Betty, your hamster, let him go. <laughs> he oh, walks bird. outside and he's like, oh, freedom. And then gets immediately eaten by a, a bird. <laughs> My chickens would kill him. Oh, really? Yeah, he's an exceptionally fat hamster. He literally uh. does nothing but sleep. I'm a little worried about I him. I have a dog like that. And then I have another dog that I just, oh, God. She, oh, she's yeah. in, she, oh. She's been getting on tables lately. I don't know this what. This is a full size dog, people. This is not. A, this is not this a, is not small, a small. Dog. This is this is a f- 
50 to 60 pound dog that I caught on my dining room table. And now she has figured out that she can jump on the table on the patio. So she just gets up there. Mm. I don't know why. And it drives Mm -hmm. me nuts because I don't know how much weight those tiles can hold. That's a valid concern. Yeah. So if she breaks my $750 table. Dear Hannah. Yeah. Little rotund dog. Oh, also, uh, I have a sister named Hannah. I named my dog after my sister Mm. in case you guys were like... Is Hannah. she talking about her sister again? No, we're not talking about her sister. We're um, talking about the dog. But, yeah, so that's But if you that. walked in and saw your sister sitting on the table, that would also be a little strange. I would be, I would probably grab her by the ear because she doesn't, talk, nobody moves as fast as my dog does. Oof. Except for. Except Baxley. Except for my son <laughs> and my daughter. Son and your daughter. Uh-uh. And, like, the thing that really just, like, just hit home with me was how little Lennon cared that her twin brother, who she literally shared a womb with, shares DNA with, a birthday, like, did not give any fucks that her brother had nosedived off the couch. That kid gives no fucks about anything. Oh, yeah. Um, She's mm-hmm. very uh, aloof and nonchalant and just like, whatever. So, for instance, like I said, she started walking, and I was trying to video her walking. So I would stand her up, and she would look at me, sit down, and shake her head no. Mm. So she's sitting there watching TV. No, she wasn't sitting there. She was standing there. And I was sitting on the floor because I'm just... Obviously, I'm tired. Like, Mm. I feel like Mm. the under my eyes is a very lovely shade of, even though I sleep, I don't really sleep. periwinkle blue? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And so uh, she was standing there, and then she just all of a sudden started walking. So I tried to capture her walking at least seven times. And she just would sit down and and shake her head no at me, because that's a thing we're doing now. And so anytime I tell them no, they just laugh at my face. That's I think it's my hysterical. life with my four-year-old. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, she just doesn't. Uh, and but sometimes if he really gets to gets to crying, then she she'll yeah. start crying and be like, "Why are we crying? I don't know." So but it's I'm not so much it. that she gives a shit. It's more like, "What are we doing? How can I?" put myself in here how can i be involved and involved center of attention wise kind of i respect that about lennon she actually seems like he cares a lot and lennon gives he loves his sister it literally like this morning after we got back from our appointments um he they were sitting on the floor together and he reached over and like started touching her uh touching her jacket and then last night when i was giving him a bath i was washing her hair and he reached over and started scratching her head and it was oh. yeah it's super cute and then she's just like don't fucking touch me yeah. don't do it personal, i don't know there space bro <laughs> yeah so, so anyways since we don't have like a topic but there's so many things going on in the oh world right now that are just so absurd okay that we have so much to talk about can we i want to start out with the fact that i sent you an article about oh, about a woman who canceled her baby shower mm, okay because well so this this also goes to um so a couple weeks ago, I'm sure that you guys have heard because there were so many great comments. This woman who named her kid Absidy, spelled A A B C A B C D E, e pronounced Absidy. Um, granted, I don't think it's okay to make fun of children, um, unless they're your own kids or they're your sister's kids. That's or, fair game. Yeah, absolutely. And like, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. Everyone needs to be made fun of a little bit to build their character. So, anyways, um, so, uh, 
the Southwest Airlines employee was making fun of this little girl's name, um, and the mom uh, threw a fit about it. Rightly so, to an extent. Also, you named your kid A, B, C, D, E. Absidy. Um, you brought this not on yourself. Three, yeah. So, anyways, um, in lieu of all of that, I was reading online, and this woman um, canceled her. She had a. She is pregnant, and she canceled her baby shower because people were like, "Yo, your kid's name is dumb." Now, I named we we named Lennon after John Lennon, and we named Baxley after Zach's dad. Uh, they're not common names. However, I feel like if you look at their resume when they are 25, um, you're not going to be like, I can't pronounce this. I'm not going to give them a call type thing. Uh, so anyways, this woman canceled her baby shower. Fuck, I just, oh, there it is. Um, she, oh my God. Canceled her baby shower because of what, what was the name of I'm, the, the baby? Because <laughs> I didn't read I'm, this article, so I'm right here with right. the audience on this. Her baby's name was Squire Sebastian Senator. <laughs> Hold on. I would go I'm to that baby shower in a heartbeat. Canceling this event because it said, y'all have been talking shit about my unborn baby, an unborn child. How will you judge an unborn child? Um, we're not judging the child. We're not judging the child. <laughs> we're judging your poor choices. Judging the child's name. Yes. Because you think that some, like, I don't understand when you name a kid. Like, I get, so, there are certain, I, I'm very open in the parameters of uniqueness. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, roll with it. Yeah. Um, uni- uniquecity. I'm going to start making up names, that's too. that's this episode's made-up word. I like um, it. <laughs> Uniquecity. Uniquecity. But that's I a just... Beautiful baby so name. she said her baby's name will be a revolution. Um, someone said, no one's talking shit about your unborn baby. They're talking shit about your poor naming choices. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, she said that she named her child that... Because, where is it? It says that, oh, we are literally rooted in squiredom. What? Yeah, uh, if you look at back in our family tree, the survival of this clan is literally rooted in squiredom. Is that a real word? Mm. I'm going to Google it. Sure. We are all related to senators, too. This name conveys oh power. It conveys wealth. It conveys success. Isn't a squire someone that follows around a knight and, like, learns kind of how to be a knight? If you're going to go down the route of, like, we are all related to squires, then they should all start dressing and acting like squires. And also have Lord Farquaad hair. Ooh, that is, <laughs> you can't not have the Lord Farquaad. Like, he looks like a squire, I think. I guess. I just, this whole Squire-dom. naming your babies weird things. Now, it's like, <clears throat> it's like Baxley and Lennon are unique names. Um, but it's like, I know that you and Zach, being, like, intelligent people, were like, we're going to name our kids this. And, like, some people are probably going to think it's weird. But, like... I don't fucking care. Do you know how long? I mean, obviously we talked baby names, but we would, I would come up with a name and we'd be like, all right, let's see if we hate any people. Mm, You don't know any Baxley's or Lennon's that you hate? Well, no. uh, I don't know any Lennon's Mm. except for John Lennon, but Mm. I don't actually know him. Facts. Um, And Baxley was named after his grandfather and great-grandfather. So it's an it's an old name. Yeah, that's Super a old. really Which, old name. Yeah, and let me tell you that the new Predator movie has a character named Baxley in it now. Seems appropriate. 
I mean, if although it, honestly, I feel like Lennon is more predator-like than Baxley, <clears throat> but she's that'll work. More of a predator. If you're um, going to name your kids something out of the norm, be prepared for people to say shit. And if you don't have the thick skin to handle yeah. people's comments, then you should not be naming your child something <sighs> weird. Like my children have Golden Girls names. Like they sound like little old ladies, and I knew that. I love that. Yeah, me too. And some people might think it's a little weird, but. They're, they're my kids. And here's the thing. If somebody was like, ha, I think your kid's name, name is weird. I just don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. Now, if they're bullying my child, like mm-hmm. my seven-year-old child for her name, that's very different. But this is like, this child is in utero and has an absurd name. And people are saying that. And I guarantee you these people who are saying that this name is absurd while the baby is in the womb probably won't say that when the baby's born. No, they won't. It's like um, 90% <laughs> of mother-in-laws don't like their their grand unborn grandchildren's yeah. names. But the second the child is born, they're going to, you know, yeah. embellish it on or embroider it onto everything. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be fine. Like I said, weird name. Get a thick skin. Yeah, definitely. Get a really fucking thick skin. Um, this episode should be current events, pop culture stuff named. We could just call stuff. it Unique City. <laughs> the Unique City of Podcasting. Ooh, I don't how know. peculiar. I do like that. Mm, are you going to try to write that down? I don't know how to spell it. I did. It. I actually tried to write it down. I wrote Un- it U-N-I-Q-U-E-S-I-D-Y. I'm going to work on it, though, because I don't know if it really conveys the absurdity of the word. Uh, yeah. It's better than... Super Nintendant. God, I hate you. <laughs> no, I've said some really dumb shit. I just can't remember what it is right now. But like anybody who's listened to previous episodes and wants to point out my absurdities that I've come up with, please tell me. I'm just teasing. Oh my god. So on a much. more serious, if it's serious, serious or no. here we go. More oh, serious. God. All right, let's so talk tired. about this whole law in Louisiana called the okay, this the, is baby some, the baby stripper law. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about it. Okay. So. Okay, let me just gra- let me get the facts here. Yeah, um, you do you do that because uh, I just kind of skimmed through it while I was making sure my kids weren't eating very Christmas lights. Thought provoking topic. So it really is. What drew me to it was, of course, there's fucking Stormy Daniels, who you know mm-hmm. she's Stormy Daniels. She's just doing Stormy Daniels Daniels shit. It says billed as a measure to combat human trafficking when it was passed in 2016, the law bars women under the age of 21 from exposing their breastesses or buttesses. I embellished a little bit there. Yeah. Um, so they're saying it's to combat human trafficking. Um, but people who are pushing back against it are saying that it's sexist because it obviously is only about women. It is. Which I agree that is sexist. Yeah, if you're going to say anything like this, then there should it be no male strippers everybody. under the age of 21. And also that it's basically, it's, it's being toted as a anti-trafficking measure when it is really just an anti-sex worker mm-hmm. measure, which I can also see that. Um, they're saying it's unconstitutional and that it's, it, and then there's a lot of people in the sex work industry, especially strippers in this particular uh, exotic dancers, who are saying that it, like, stripping actually brought them out of a horrible period mm-hmm. in their life and allowed them to be financially independent. And I mean, I, like, what can you say to that? Like, yeah. that's their experience. <clears throat> so, okay. I happen to not know. Not all of us are very fortunate. I know. To just not well, have and to do weird shit to make I money. knew a, a gal who was putting herself through, um, through college. And I know that's, like, that's the. It's a stereotype. Stere- but it is. But, but she true. actually, she actually was. She yeah. was working at the bar I worked at. And then she was also, um, stripping. And, um, she pretty 
pretty smart girl. Um, but I just don't, well, I don't, I think she kind of got into drugs. So, but so it, things took a turn for her, but like at one point the stripping was actually very positive for her. Yeah. 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 And so, but they, but they are, it is positive. And so I actually read this article, um, not, not too long ago. Um, it was written on scary mommy. I like reading their editorial pieces. Some of them are kind of preachy. Some yes. of them, I just actually read one today that maybe we should discuss it at some point. Um, uh, about being inclusive. Um, but, uh, so anyways, this article that I read, there was this woman and she'd never, never stripped before. And it was amateur night. She went in, she was like, you know what? I fucking loved it. She was like, I was terrible. And mm-hmm. people gave me pity money because oh, I, I was, be a horrible I would stripper. absolutely like, I can't even walk people around my probably, house without, yeah. Yeah. They're people like, pay me to put get it off. on. Please put some clothes on. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Let me see you trip over that Are invisible you dancing or having a seizure? <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, pretty much. I don't know. But anyways, she was talking about how empowering it was, and um, she just really enjoyed it. She didn't give a fuck what anybody else thought. And I thought that was great. And some people were just being kind of, you know, everybody's up on their high horse, being, mm-hmm. being nasty. Like, not everybody. Not but, everybody. you know, just being like, well, I would never do that. Well, that's great. Are you on the same fucking path? I don't think so. Yeah. I mean, this all, I mean, this is sexist. Now, I kind of, like, my first gut reaction when I read it, and this is going to sound horrible, was I was like, that's cool. Yeah, maybe let's just make 21 the age for stripping. Because, you know, your brain's not done developing. That was my, that was yeah. my first thought, was like, oh my god, the person I was between the ages of 18 and 21 oh, yeah. is nothing like the person I was at 25 or mm-hmm. 29. Like, there was a part of me that was like, that might be smart, because there are so any, many implications to getting yeah. into a sex work industry job that it are going to affect you likely for the rest of your yeah, life yeah. in some way, Definitely. affect future employment, affect um, relationships. Mm-hmm. Now... But the whole point of the the bad the whole problem here is that eighteen is like a an accepted age of quote unquote adulthood yes. where you are required to do a lot of things quote as an adult mm-hmm. um you know you have to uh you know like you're no longer supported by your you're no longer required to be supported by your parents like yeah. you have to be an adult like you can go to war and get shot and yeah. killed and <laughs> there's a lot of things that you can do at eighteen um and so as long as we keep saying that you can go to war and die at eighteen yeah. You should, then you have to, then that's, that's it. 18 well, is an adult. We whether just, you're smart mm-hmm. or dumb, you're yeah. 18. Well, you're and that's exactly, so obviously, um, uh, Zach was watching TV last night, and um, tobacco use has been made illegal in Texas if you're under the age of 21. All well and good. That's wild. Once again, if you are able to sign yourself, why can't you just have one of these, like, these little... Little pleasures, whatever. Like, yeah, I mean, cause you know, it's, it's true. not, and and um, it's not good for you. We know this. However, the, you know, people do it for different reasons, and it's just not. I don't think it's fair that you know we, we are here to. I don't know. It's it's complicated because it's it's, it's so true that like legally we are adults at the age of eighteen and mm-hmm. that's like a that's like a universe well not yeah. universally because obviously the age, age of adulthood is different depending on where you are in the world um, but like eighteen's like this accepted age of like mm-hmm. you are now an adult you will be held responsible for things as an adult and therefore you will have certain privileges as an adult yeah. but like let's get real eighteen year olds are not grown up in their brains now <laughs> they're the ones who are the exception they're yeah. not the rule. Um, 
And the the caveat to all of this is that our brains, like our women's brains, not even done developing till we're twenty five. So like you have like you have like a seven year period of time I between becoming a know. quote unquote adult and having your brain fully finished. We're like you can like in my case have two children by then. Yeah. And I've been fortunate enough that like my life has been pretty good and like yeah. I haven't faced like enormous adversity financially or like mm-hmm. socially or anything. So like me having two kids by twenty five, like I'm I'm in a good place. But like. A lot can go wrong in oh, seven absolutely. years. Oh, absolutely. And so it's just like, obviously, I don't think that's what this bill is about. It no. sounds like when they say it's to combat trafficking. It's not. It's if you not. wanted to combat trafficking, you would you would reel in a bunch of different other issues yeah. and not uh, legitimate businesses. Exactly. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't any illegitimate businesses. Of course. Because there's illegitimate businesses everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you know. Absolutely. Uh, and go like, yes. after them. And How about that? How yes. about you go after the people that are actually the problem instead of legitimate? And and a lot. So, like, the the whole, like, living in the Bible about thing. Ugh. Mm-hmm. It, you know. That's what this kind of feels like to me is it's just a way of closing, like, making that's exactly people you, out of strip clubs who work in strip clubs. And it's yeah. like, if you don't like strip clubs, don't go to them. Yeah. But, I mean, there, there needs to be other... Other alternative, it, it, that's one of the oldest professions. If you look, you look back, it's like, always Wyatt Earp, exist. Wyatt Earp owned a brothel. Mm. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's one of the oldest professions there is. So, um, I don't know. It's just, to me, you know, and I've seen two sides of it. I have friends who are very mm-hmm. heavily involved in, like, non-profit, non-profits mm-hmm. combating human trafficking. And, um... And, like, there's a there's a varied – I've noticed there's, like, there's some very differing views from people in that. Now, there's some people who are, like, mm-hmm. we just have to get rid of all of it so that there's no place for it to exist. That's and then not there's going to – I agree. I agree with you. It's that's not That's going to make things worse because people if – if you make it completely illegal, people are going to find ways around it. And then it's going to get worse because there are no regulations. Well, and that's the thing is you hear about women – being trafficked in these situations mm-hmm. and almost always the problem with coming to the authorities is that they face criminal prosecution mm-hmm. for being involved in prostitution yeah and it's like as long as we have prostitution and things of that nature being illegal you're going to punish the people who are getting trafficked because yeah. there is, it's just you make it harder for someone now if it was regulated and made safe mm-hmm. and someone was being trafficked and they knew that they could get to an they could get to help and that they yeah. would be protected under the law because it is illegal to do that stuff it's not that it's illegal to be a prostitute it is illegal to traffic somebody mm-hmm. or you know i think i don't know enough about the, like the intricacies of the problem yeah. to but i mean like obviously you you hear the stories all the time about people who are being trafficked and when they try to get help they're arrested for prostitution and it's yeah. like I just this this just doesn't like what about making it 21 is going to stop that um because 18 year olds are ultimately adults yeah um even if we're not like at 18 like fully <laughs> in our brain adults and i mean if you're trying to prevent minors, mm-hmm. I don't see how this is going to stop that either. It's not going to. That's the thing. People it, can lie about their ages. You yeah, know, I mean, documents. there are a lot of. Pe- it's just really. It's it's just really a like you said. It's um. It's uh, right. It's I'm, sexist. I'm not. Yeah. It is. It's, it's sexist because the fact that it's, it has nothing to do with men. Mm-hmm. It's just like really now. If it was men and women, um, then it would be different. If we then. wanted to make prostitution and sex work like fully protected and legalized under law 
and we wanted to make it 21 and up, I uh-huh. feel like that would be maybe a better route to go. Because, mm-hmm. yes, you have to wait till you're 21, but then it's you're protected. It's legal. If someone is not yeah. paying you, if somebody is abusing you, if people are harassing you or assaulting you, like, you're protected under the law because you're doing your job. And yeah. You know, I just don't know what the solution is because, um, man, it's just tough. Because I, I know girls who have been dancers and they're not mm-hmm. doing it anymore. And it's like, I don't, I've never really talked to them about their experiences, but, like... Yeah. It does have a lasting effect on, like, what people think of you. And I think maybe waiting a little longer for those reasons, but then at the same time, like, if you're an adult, you make those decisions by yourself. And I did stupid shit between the ages of 18 and 21 that I wish I didn't do. Um, Not stripping, just putting that out there. Nothing involving sex work, but just, like, stupid relationship decisions, stupid personal decisions that, like, yes, you know, still affect the way certain people think of me to this day. Um... And that's just part of growing up. Honestly, if you make it out of that stage of your life, like your like your early, early twenties, mm-hmm. late teens, without doing anything stupid, you're fucking lucky. Yeah. But are you though? Because how then would you, you, learn. you can't yeah, you don't cultivate experiences and and stuff like that. That's a good point. Because I will say some of my bigger fuck ups in my early twenties are what have made me who I am today. Um, like someone who kind of looks at things like objectively Mm -hmm. and tries to understand what people are going through and not just judge them for their actions, but maybe look at like what they're actually going through the context of their Mm -hmm. actions and things. Because I know firsthand what it's like to like, you know, I just, that's tough. And I'm interested to see where that goes. Um, I just think that we need to have a serious conversation in our country about sex work and the fact that it's happening. People are involved in it. If they want to be involved in it, that's their personal decision. Mm -hmm. Um, just because it's not something that you or I would do, does yeah. it mean that somebody who wants to do it shouldn't be able to do it legally and safely? Uh, and I yeah. think it would prevent a lot of trafficking. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely, I agree with you there. And, you know, people, people might not agree. My, this, this lately has been my absolute, anytime I read anything like this, I just, mind your fucking business. You mind your own mind business. Mind your fucking business. Are you involved in it? No. Go mind go like, fuck get yourself. Get in the go business, business of people being hurt. Care exactly. more about that and less about people who are doing this consensually. Yes. Um so it's just well, speaking of which, they're taking all the porn off Tumblr, which you and I have both we discussed a little bit before we started recording and like both of us were kind of like, I don't really know what to say about this cuz neither one of us have watched porn on Tumblr, but Maybe we can talk about that a little bit because that seems to be pissing a yeah, lot of people off. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I so we had and, and, and we are gonna do another podcast about this. But you had broached a subject about doing uh talking about porn and relationships and stuff like that. Um, I think that once again, if uh the stuff that needs to be a lot of it is regulated, but I think there needs to be stricter regulations on it as far as, um. I don't, I don't know. Brain doesn't work. It's scary because from what I understand, I mean, if we're going to get into the, I know we'll talk more about porn and relationships, but like. Well, yeah, we can, we can talk about the the whole Tumblr thing. I, I've never, um, watched porn on Tumblr. I really, I don't, I think I have a Tumblr account because. I have one. At Um, one point I wanted to like. know how to use it. Gifts. To use it, like, I, yeah, I don't know how to use it either. Um, I thought it was, like, a blogging platform, so that's one of my, my earliest blogs is on Tumblr. Um, I don't know. I uh, My, like, from 
seven years general ago. understanding of why this is upsetting people so much is that as we know a lot of porn and like i'm just gonna like come out and say like i don't i don't watch porn i have in the past but i don't yeah. currently watch porn um but i know that like a lot of the complaints that people have of especially women have about porn is that it's very um aggressive towards women it is very aggressive towards women and, and that- it's and even so um i had a friend of mine who uh is a lesbian, and she said she likes watching uh, gay porn because it's more sensual and it's more geared towards, um, uh, it's it's not it's it's not aggressive towards yeah it's not yeah. it's not aggressive and um and so uh, that really piqued my interest, so I did some research and. This was before I knew about private browsing, so that kind of made my computer a little interesting for a while. But I wanted to see the difference, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and it it is really aggressive towards women, and and that's one. I think there needs to be more. Um, well, I don't know, but so then there was that one that one porn star who all the women love, but yet he, um, uh, you know, was I don't know if he was convicted, but he was. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? He was accused of sexually assaulting his coworkers, like after the fact or whatever. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really know a lot about this kind of stuff. Plus, I don't have time. But yeah, I mean, if we're, <laughs> if we're being looking honest. at it objectively, yeah. I do have a lot of issues with just obviously the porn industry is is not even an industry anymore. Like, it's this... It, anybody mm-hmm. can put it up there. Yes. Which makes me very averse to watching porn. Yeah. Especially porn that you don't know where it comes from because you yeah. don't know if that person is being abused or trafficked or, God forbid, is underage. Like, you just don't know. Yeah. But my... I was listening to a podcast about this the other day, um, and they had some sex researchers talking about it, and one of them was like, I love Tumblr because it's, like, real people submitting their porn. Like, real flawed mm-hmm. bodies people with like re like in real relationships and it's not aggressive and it's mm-hmm. not gross and it's not just like assholes and tits and she's like i like that and they're taking that away which is going to basically mean that like all have left is like these big main porn manu- like porn websites like mm-hmm. Pornhub and all these things where it's like a lot of that hardcore stuff that yeah. i just don't like and um and so my big thing is when you see stuff like that it makes me wonder like it looks it looks like abuse. Like I, it doesn't look consensual, and I don't know. Like it just how could you enjoy that kind of thing? You I mean, know, some I, but people some, do. Some people, yeah, some yeah. people do. But or uh, I don't know. Like oh, I'm trying to. I don't want to sound like I'm judging because I'm not. Because like I know people like weird shit. Like and that is totally okay. But I think it gets it. it uh, it's just know. too hard to moderate is what I believe Tumblr yeah. was saying is that yeah. they've allowed porn from the beginning of the inception of t- Tumblr. Yeah. And, it, and at one point, like, they, it did lead to a huge problem in, like, underage pornography. Mm-hmm. And there's just – it's nearly impossible for them to have enough, like, human moderators yeah. to flag okay, the stuff. that makes sense. So it makes total sense to me, um, especially because, like, Tumblr is – I don't know. Tumblr has – it's such a broad platform that it's, like, you can have children, essentially, mm-hmm. on Tumblr looking at cat <clears throat> memes 
and stumble across porn. But you could say the same thing for the internet in general, which is why my children are not allowed to have internet access until they're, like, I didn't get my first laptop computer in general that was my own until I graduated high school. Yeah, I was totally well out of high school. Yeah, my dad was like, you know, you're going to be heavily monitored until you graduate high school. And at that point, I'll treat you like an adult. I remember when I was younger and I had access to the internet, I googled if you could get pregnant from a blowjob. I mean, that's what Google's for. It is definitely Google's Google is for that. <laughs> I just, <laughs> um, in case anybody wants to know the answer to that, the answer is no. Really? <laughs> you can't. God, <laughs> don't tell my husband that. <laughs> Babe, it's totally safe. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we've talked a lot about porn, but yeah, we'll have to do a whole episode on porn and relationships. Cause, like, I'm I'm not anti-porn, but I'm also not like mm-hmm. into porn. So yeah. I like I feel like I'm kind of like in the middle of it all, and like I have qualms with it. But I also think that people should be able to do what they want, absolutely, as long as it's consenting adults and nobody's being trafficked. And it's, like, absolutely, we we're fighting. I feel like like there's a it's just an uphill battle trying to moderate the massive influx of yeah. pornographic content being uploaded to the internet. There's just no way to really make sure that every mm-hmm. single piece of imagery is yeah. consenting adult. Right. Like, how do you moderate that? And well, until you can, maybe we should have stricter regulations on what can be uploaded because yeah. it's, it's more important to protect people than it is to have. You know what I don't know. else should be? Well, no, I guess this goes around. But um, so I actually was. Um, have we talked about the whole Flat Earth Society thing? Have you ever seen that meme where they're like, the Flat Earth Society has members all around the yes. globe? Yes, yes, I have. <laughs> so, um, basically, I was doing some research. Uh, I wanted to... I don't even remember what brought it up. But I wanted to... Um, and I, I want to say I was listening to the last podcast on the left. They were talking about it. Is they said that, you know, um, way back when, when you wanted to start a conspiracy theory, like you had to tell people and you had mm-hmm. to get people to, you know, um, kind of join your little conspiracy club. Anyways, uh, with the influx of the internet, the rise in the flat earth society started really, um, mm-hmm. taking place after 2013. Cause there was this video play- posted on YouTube. Fucking YouTube. So I know. So right. Damn Oh, YouTube. we did. I think we did talk about this. Um, maybe I don't, I don't remember. Cause I was looking at conspiracy theories about the Beatles. Um, but I was just, I was just kind of floored because the internet gives everybody a platform. It gives good people a platform. It gives shitty people yep. a platform. It gives everybody, it's non-discriminatory, um, unless you're, you know, like your cookies or whatever. And so some, some of that is, is, is bad. Like, I'm not saying censorship is, like, I don't think people, well, no, I don't think people should be censored. I'm not saying that. Um, no, I know what you mean. It's like we have to find a balance between censoring the bad stuff and allowing free yeah. speech where things that we don't agree with are not not censored. Yeah. Just because we don't like it doesn't mean it shouldn't be censored. But if it's in, if it's wrong or harmful, yes. how do we censor yes. that? Exactly. Right. But harmful. then who determines what's wrong or harmful? Exactly. I mean, there's certain hard, fast things that, like, I'd say 90% of the population we can all agree are, like, d- those are, like, hard lines in the sand. Like, this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. But then there's some people who are, like, 
I don't really see a problem with that. Right. Well, like there's flat earthers who don't think there's anything <laughs> wrong with that. So actually it's, um, I started watching this documentary on Netflix. It was called the American meme. I told you about it, but, and I haven't finished it yet. Did you okay. watch it? I have not watched it yet. Um, anyways, I only watched about 30 minutes cause it was during nap time and, um, I can't really pay attention to anything. Obviously, as you saw when you came over, like I'm running around with like a chicken with my head cut off all the time. So, uh, my coffee intake has been upped. But anyways, um, there's this one influencer on Instagram and actually it's made me look at Instagram and Facebook differently. Um, uh, I am less apt to want to share things on there of, of any mm. sorts because I don't, and not that I think that I'm not so full of myself that I think that people are looking at me. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think that everyone's like, oh, look at what she posted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but so this influencer was talking about how um, his life wasn't like his Instagram account. Um, and uh, he just, like throws these outrageous parties where there's assholes being licked and covered in champagne and champagne being sprayed all over everyone. Um, you know, and he goes home and he gets his groceries in little brown paper bags like the rest of us. And... Uh, you know, he has a normal life and he was talking about how, uh, um, he isn't who he portrays on Instagram. Okay. Um, who is and, it? God, I don't, don't remember. remember. Um, but so, and then it was, uh, what's her name? Uh, Paris Hilton was talking about how she travels 200, 200 and some odd days out of the year. And, um, she felt lonely and she feels like her, like her fans are her friends. And, you know, that she uh, connects with them on a deeper level. And she just literally... And the people directly around, like, the people physically around her? Yeah, but... I need to watch this. This sounds, like, it. It really... It was... Like I said, I, um... I really was just kind of floored. So then I happened to look on Instagram, um, because I was looking at uh, bodybuilding stuff. Because clearly I'm doing that right now. Like, I have time. Building all the time. All body. day, every day. Um, <laughs> Gains. But, <laughs> but, you know, it really just, um, I, I looked at it differently. I looked at it as, as um, for what it is. They were talking about how people equate getting likes to being cared about. And, you know, you post. And so this other woman was talking about how um, she'd post some, some videos to, and she would only get, like, a couple likes, and that affected her self-esteem. So then she would do something more outrageous and get more likes, and then she became Instagram famous, and it just, like, I don't know. I think, did we talk about this last week or the week before? Like, it's not real, or not the week before. It's just not real life, and it just kind of makes me, like... The internet is a mixed bag. It Social really, media is a mixed bag. It like, really is. And I can see how it feels alienating when you're mm-hmm. looking at someone else's. Um, God, I, I've I, had I know to unfollow people this. on yeah. Instagram. Oh, I, I like, do all the time. Especially because um, I go, because like I've told you before, like I have a little, like a, like a touch of body dysmorphia. Like I have a hard time kind of gauging, mm-hmm. like, am I a flab monster or not? Um, yeah, I know. I guess it. I, I know, like, I'm of a healthy weight, but, like, when I see pictures of myself, mm. I definitely dissect them, like, to unhealthy levels. That said, I've had to unfollow a lot of, like, Instagram influencers yeah. who I'm just like, holy shit, you perfect. And, like, you look at them, 
and you look at them and you're just like going about your day and every couple of days you see a picture you like it and you're like oh they look good and then over time you do find yourself looking at yourself differently in the mirror yeah you're just like wait a second why don't I look like that Mm-hmm. how do I get to look like that? And it's just stupid. It's it's shit that doesn't matter. It does like, not as matter long as in the sh- grand scheme of yeah, things. Yeah, it's like the rational side of me is like, I'm healthy. My body works. Like, mm-hmm. I'm able to take care of my children and, like, That's walk right. around and eat food. Like, I'm doing very well. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't give a shit about what measurement my waist is. But, like, I feel like if you're not careful, that social media stuff can creep in. It, it really, Especially yeah. Instagram. Because half the shit you see from celebs that doesn't look like it's Photoshopped yes. is fucking Photoshopped yes. perfectly. So What's that, that, you, that yeah. one, um, so, uh, was it Bow Wow? Somebody posted a picture on Twitter and was like, got my ride or whatever, posted it on Twitter. Whoever, uh, it was, their Twitter follower saw it and was like, yo, he's sitting two seats away from me. He's flying economy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this, this ain't real. Like, and he even That's took like a picture. Awesome. But you know, I'm just like people just do things. You know, like I mean, I mean, like I, I, I did that. Like my most recent Instagram post, like it was something from a from a photo shoot, and so Ooh, obviously you looked fantastic. By the way, thank you. That's very sweet. But I mean, you see me right now. This is what I look like most days. Like I look yeah. like I look like a mother. I'm wearing leggings. I don't even work out every day, but I still dress like I'm going to because active wear, active wear, I know. going to the grocery store in my active wear. But um, it's like I, I felt like I needed to put the caption like I'm I'm posting this picture of me with like makeup and lighting and right. Things. I literally look like a bag lady as I'm posting this. Like, oh. I have no makeup on. Ugh, I do not have great like skin. My hair is in a very shitty little bun. And my converse are not white anymore. They are stained. Anyway, basically not glam, but the things we post on our yeah. Instagram, like our Instagram and our Facebook is going to be the good shit. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be the good shit. Always going to be the good shit. And I kind of feel bad for some of these people who make, I don't feel bad for them because shit, if someone paid me tens of thousands of dollars right. to take a fucking picture in their clothes and tag them, like, I will model for you, nasty gal. And uh, what's the other one that's really big? <laughs> I What's the one know. that Cardi B just let a line out with? God damn it. I don't I remember. Anyway, all those online brands. And it's like, of course, I would totally take the money and do whatever they told yeah. me to. I'd Photoshop the fuck out of my pictures because it's like, hey, that's money in my kids' mm-hmm. pockets. Like, I'm going to send my right. kids to college with this money. <laughs> but at the same time, like, that's also got to be very exhausting yeah. because it's like, you see someone in person, they're like, you look different and you're like yeah uh it's all a lie it's all a fucking lie it really is i don't look like it. this <laughs> yeah. it's like look at look at their stories if you want to see what they really look like mm, i don't um somebody tagged me in their story the other day and i was like how do i look at this like, <laughs> i am so dumb when my it comes favorite to this thing about stories is like there's so many memes that are like when you're like listening to a good song and you post it in your Instagram story, like anyone's gonna give a shit, but they don't. I'm like, bro, <laughs> that hit me hard because I was like, I do that. I'll be like listening to like a song that just like fucking hits me, and I'm just like, oh yeah, Instagram story. I guarantee hysterical. you, literally zero people were like, I'm gonna go listen to that song now because Rachel felt inspired, <laughs> but we do it anyway. Um, but like. Another reason I think it's a mixed bag is because, like, social media, like, obviously, like, with when you go through something really horrible and people reach out to you through mm-hmm. social media that, like, otherwise you wouldn't see in passing or who you don't talk to yeah. on the phone or, you know, communicate with. And other, but, like, they, they know you through social media mm-hmm. and they tell you, like, 
I'm sorry, or what can I do? Do you need to talk? That's yeah. Social media can reach people it, it who otherwise can. couldn't be reached, or just help you reach more people. Yeah. But then it also, you know, blasts your life out there. And um, yeah, I think I told you about mullet meme guy. Who... Uh, you sent me an article. I haven't read it because I was trying to prevent my kids from pulling over the Christmas tree. That's just an That's uphill fair. battle right now. That's fair. I guess some kid was the uh, top was like was made into a meme because he had a really weird mullet. And, uh, well, to be fair, it's an intense mullet. It's, it's something that I've thought about too. Like, I love memes and I will share the shit out of them, especially with like my sister and my brother, because we just all have the same, um, sense of humor. But like, if you really put yourself in that, Mm -hmm. in the shoes of somebody who's been made into a meme and they're not in on the joke. Yeah. God damn, that's got to be hard. And my least, yeah. yeah. Definitely. And I think at some point they do have a right to sue. Um, I guess. I don't don't really know where you stop that. Um, He won a, it says a confidential settlement. So we don't know how much money he won, but he did win. Um, he, he launched it against the Daily Mail, Australian Radio Network, and Nationwide News. So it looks like he... Um, he sued major platforms. It yeah. wasn't like an individual who made the meme, but these major platforms that were blasting it out there. And it's like, I need to watch that documentary. Yeah, I um, I would like to attempt to watch it again. Uh, well, I mean, finish watching it. I also started watching a documentary on Casey Anthony, which just terrible. Ooh, don't yeah, go down I, that sad bag. Um, what a dirt I, bag. I know. I just can't. I just can't help it. Last um, podcast has a really great series on her, by the way. Uh, yeah. It's the best. I will definitely. I haven't. Um, I, uh, I just, I haven't had time to listen to any podcasts lately. I been listening to Actually, I've been either. doing a little research for, um, hey. you know, for that, that thing we might have coming up that we'll talk about, um, another time. Um, oh God, Zach's giving lemon Cheetos. <laughs> Is he texting you that from the other room? Well, I can hear Baxley screaming. And that means Cheetos? No, I. he said he's still pretty fussy, so um, I they probably just need a snack. That's give it. them Cheetos. Yeah, yeah. Give, give the kids it's Cheetos. It's a nice little treat covered um, yeah, in bright what else, powder. What else did we have on our docket on our docket? On our docket um, um, I saw a bunch of articles, about, or no, it was an article highlighting a bunch of Twitter responses from stupid people who were like, because Meghan Markle, married to Prince Harry, like, showed off her baby bump at, like, the British mm-hmm. Fashion Awards or something. And, like, she's sitting there, like, cradling her baby belly, like... As she should. As all pregnant women do. And everyone was like, she thinks she's better than us. She thinks her baby's more important than other babies. And it just, like, I laughed because even though people like that suck, like, you just gotta laugh that people are that stupid. I don't... I don't understand. Have I don't get it. Like, mind. I'm no. like, I wouldn't say more important, but like, she is a public figure who is um, under a lot of scrutiny on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and I would probably feel very vulnerable being pregnant in a public light like that. There's a lot of people who don't like Meghan Markle. I'm not really sure uh, why, because I'm just um, like... I started rewatching The League, and she was on an episode of The League, so I was pretty excited about that. She was on that. The League, and what was the show that she was on? Suits. Suits. That's yeah, it. I've I never watched watch it. I've never... Oh, I love watching The League. That's I don't so even... Funny. I'm not even, like, a huge football fan, but... Me neither. I know very shows. little about Paco sports, my, but some of my, my favorite, favorite podcasts are about sports, and some of my favorite TV shows have sports just because they're so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, I feel bad for, um, I don't feel bad for Meghan Markle because I wouldn't say she's got a bad deal. All right. No. First of all, fucking 
beautiful woman, talented woman, smart, well-spoken, very, very proportionate face. I mean, my God. It's, like, perfect. Uh, her, her, like, you know, just, like, her teeth are not... Anyway, she's beautiful. She seems to have a decent personality. I mean, I don't know about her personality. And then, like, she's married to a prince. I mean, she's doing yeah. all right in the world. At the same time, like, with all that public... Why can't... I don't understand... I know this is a common theme for our podcast. Why the fuck can't people mind their own business? Mind your business. Mind your fucking business. Okay. Like, <laughs> I'm tired of fucking telling you. Belong. Just get out. Go do your own thing. Fuck what everybody else thinks. Like, just chuck in Especially the Especially a bucket. member of the royal family. I know. Like, bitch, really I made a fucking prince. Yeah. He impregnated Jeez. me. We're here together for the next it's not at the least same as 18 being years. Like, yeah, it's, it's not the same as being like a Kardashian, which I don't even think that they necessarily deserve all the shit that they get. Not that I think that they're necessarily like, you know... <clears throat> I, mean, I, I don't really, ha- I don't really have an opinion on the Kardashians because to me they're just entertainment figures. I think people put too much stock in them in general. I don't know why people care. Like, why do you care? I, so sometimes I read articles on BuzzFeed about the Kardashians because I'm just like, why? But I don't really let their exactly. I just I don't, don't like. I don't get it. Yeah, like, I mean, like, why? I think that I gotta say? give them some credit because oh, yeah. Kim Kardashian. I don't know very much about her actual intelligence because she everything she shows us is a brand. It's what she wants us to see. We mm-hmm. don't really know. She does seem to be working on like some prison reform stuff, which I think is mm-hmm. great. Um, but like in general, I think people who say that she's famous for having no talent are um kind of lying to themselves. She's not famous for having no talent. She's famous because. A sex tape was leaked mm-hmm. against her knowledge, and she turned it into a multi-million dollar <laughs> right. career. And I don't, I understand why people are frustrated that people like that are so famous and so yeah. wealthy and so influential. Yes. And then, like, you know, some 15-year-old girl in a third world country invents a robot that can, like, uh, yeah. do surgery on a dog, and we don't know who she is. You know, like, that was an example. I don't know if that's actually happened. That would be fucking amazing. But that happens a lot. You have these people who are, like, doing these mm-hmm. major innovative things that require, like, massive amounts of, like, intellect and yeah. overcoming adversity. And we don't even know their names because they're not famous. They're not Kardashians. You they don't have... Maybe we should do, like, a segment where we find someone and we highlight them each week. Just like, like, just look somebody at this that's person. doing something. And then one kid, he uh, created this this boom net thing um, that's helping clean the plastic out of the ocean. He's, like, 15 fucking years old. That's and wild. It's, and it's it's going. I think he's like fifteen or sixteen, something like that. But it's going to production. It's it started. When I was like, fifteen, I just overplucked my eyebrows. I didn't. Pluck I didn't my contribute eyebrows at all. To I didn't society. know. I definitely didn't contribute to society. I, I. I don't know, man. I think. What did I do? I we crave mindless long. entertainment because life is really hard. Yeah. And we spend a good portion of our days, either like in a job that's taxing or mm-hmm. at home which can be taxing and then we're like Ooh, we can watch reality tv <laughs> about this person's Beyonce. bullshit drama and forget about your own i don't know really what the appeal is because like i'm a very um i feel very like fortunate and blessed and i love my life but like give me some 90 day fiance i'm all over that shit because i'm like ha, this is a train wreck yeah yeah but um 
That's about the only, like, train wrecky thing that I watch. Um, yeah, these days, too. Back I, when I had cable, it was a little different. I would watch The Housewives, and now I'm like, why no, did I waste so much I, um, time watching The Housewives? I've been recording... Uh, 90 Day Fiance, I feel like, isn't... It's not, it's not too... I, I do think it is, you know, informational. It, um, it's... I don't want to say educational because it's not educational, it's but you're provoking. It is. It's thought provoking, but it also you're learning about other people's religions and cultures and stuff like that, and the cultural differences mm-hmm. when you meet someone um, and from the immigration where, process and the immigration process. I didn't process. know. I didn't realize it was that hard. Yeah. To get a fiance visa, mm-hmm. and I didn't realize that when you host somebody. You're yeah. responsible with it for them for 10 years, ten whether years. you're married or not. That's so, insane. Like, you could get married and they could divorce you and you have to take care of them financially for 10 years. So they yeah. could literally not work. And I'm not saying that, they, like, that that's the common thing, but I'm just saying mm-hmm. things I didn't know. Also, on the subject of 90 Day Fiance, I'm currently watching season <laughs> yeah. of three. Uh, and even, I just wanted to comment sorry. on... I'm finally watching the season that you were telling me about with, like, the 59-year-old man with the 19-year-old um, fiancé from the Philippines uh-huh. who was divorced from a woman who he also married from the Philippines who from left him. From the same fucking village. And he's, like, constantly going on about it. Like, uh-huh. I woke up one morning and my wife was gone and I had four babies in, do- in diapers and I don't want that to happen again. I'm like, maybe marry a woman your own age. Yeah. Um, But... Uh, they, I agree. They actually sued TLC for the way they pr- were portrayed on the show. I don't um, think she came. I felt really bad for her. Uh, yeah. Uh, obviously they didn't. He was win. obviously very angry. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they didn't. They didn't win. It was because you know you have to sign all these things and stuff like that. And and actually, so I was thinking about this. Um. I so once again, I like to watch a lot of documentaries. I like to watch a lot of like weird, like. I don't know, hoarders and stuff like that. See, that stuff makes me sad. It does. It makes me sad, but it's, it's very much, uh, it's real life, you know? Um, so upon that, I watched one, it was like people that do weird stuff. And, um, this one gal made, uh, so uh, have you ever seen the movie Baby Driver? Yes. So I was listening to the soundtrack today because that's the one so soundtrack fantastic. that I bought. It cost me 30 bucks. Okay. But let me tell it's you Spotify what. Spotify premium. Well, I wanted it to listen to it, like, whenever I wanted. Like, I don't know. I just, I wanted it. I wanted the soundtrack. You wanted to buy that soundtrack. I wanted to buy the okay. soundtrack. So I bought the soundtrack, and, you know, I watched it. I thought the movie was great, because the whole premise of the movie, the, the director whatever, wanted it to be a soundtrack with a movie attached to it. That deal. is how that movie was. Exactly. So I loved it. Um. Anyways, this girl, uh, this, this thing I watched, um... Uh, she makes, um, gets bugs and makes them outfits. She buys, she buys dead bugs and makes them outfits. What's this called? God, I don't remember. Cause that um, sounds It's like bizarre awesome. animal. Well, so, but the thing is, 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 uh, I was Googling it because I was just like, this is so weird. Like, this is so strange to me. Mm-hmm. And, um, she was on Reddit and she didn't ask me anything. And she was just like, this isn't my life. Like I, it's just like a small hobby I have. And they totally turned it into like they cut it and edited it to make it look like she's fucking insane but she was like it just was something started out as a joke and then i just kind of started doing it and but the way they portrayed her made her look yeah. like she was certifiable and is that right certifiable? yeah because i mean i guess if you like the right word if you look at like what a person like their weird hobby like lately I've been super, because of what I've been going through, sometimes I need to just shut off my brain. Mm-hmm. And, like, on on um, 
Instagram, there's ASMR videos of just people playing with slime. Like, really fancy slime shops that have, like, a million followers, but, like, play with slime. And I'm, like, I just love watching it in the sounds. And I hear myself saying it, and it's weird, but I also know that there's, like, millions of other people who find it relaxing. Yeah. But it's, like, if someone were to come in my house and be, like, just videotape me looking at slime videos (laughs) and then play it on repeat for 30 minutes, I would look fucking crazy but that's the risk you take with reality tv yeah you know there's a you can you can use it to your benefit because mm-hmm. it gives you a, a huge platform for people to know who you are um but it also you sign over a lot of creative yeah, licensing you, to these you people can't, you cannot control the way people portray you you can. It's not like you're doing a reality show that was brought to you like, we'd like to film your life. And even then, I don't mm-hmm. really even know how much, like, I know I'm, like, keeping up with the Kardashians. I think they have a pretty good control, but yeah. that's that's basically their show now. Like, yeah. not just basically, but, like, they, that is that is orchestrated by them mm-hmm. now. It's not just, like, an insider look at their life. They get to control. Well, and another how, like, thing is I think the way people view you is shaped on things that they've experienced. You know what I mean? Um, And so, uh, I forgot where I was going. Well, no, it's like you could say the same thing about 90 Day Fiance. Like, I'm looking at the whole 19-year-old with a 59-year-old, and Mm -hmm. it makes me feel really uncomfortable because I'm like... That's the part where he wakes up with a bell. Yes. Oh, he's just so creepy. How cringy is that? But, like, his daughter is older than her. (laughs) Yeah. And that just bothered me because... I had a very close relationship with my dad, and it was mm-hmm. a very healthy daughter or father relationship. And so, the idea of dating someone who was as old as my father or someone dating my father who was younger than me made me very uncomfortable. But maybe somebody who, maybe it didn't make her uncomfortable because mm-hmm. it's just, I don't know. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. The people are weird. People are strange. The weirdest couple, I think, has got to be from season two. The guy from Tunisia and the gal from Ohio who's, like, you she looks just, a lot older you, than 41. You need to watch the 90 Day Fiance Happily Ever After. Happily Ever After. Okay, that's the next. You is that to, on Hulu? Yeah, it is. Hell yes. Um, yeah, uh, I watched it, and I was just floored. And um, I don't know. There's actually some – why are we talking about this? Are you okay, Rach? You look like you're tired. Oh, my God. I'm not that so... you look tired. Like, not physically tired, but you keep doing a lot of, like, I, I'm just, I feel like I should have more to bring to the table at this point other than talking about reality shows. No, like, there, are we, it really depends on how you come into the episode because there have been episodes where I feel like you're carrying the conversation mm-hmm. and I'm just like, yeah, and then there's You're doing some, a good uh, job today. Thank you. And you are see, doing a great job. But I feel like job. most of the time you're the one carrying the conversation. So I feel like it's a balance. We're yin and yanging. I love our yin and yang so much. Yin yang. Um, yeah, I love it. Yin and yang. Yeah, I just, uh, I don't, like, I really haven't even had time to do that. Like, I, it's crazy because I feel like, I don't know, being a stay-at-home mom, um, I, when I say I don't do anything, that's not true. Absolutely not. It's not true. <laughs> I don't, I don't, uh, what's the, I don't contribute financially, but I make sure that mm. everybody gets fed and I'm <clears> not <throat> costing us money by, uh, paying two grand a month to put my kids in And that's what I was going to say is I, I yeah. don't necessarily agree with women who say I'm not contributing financially. You have two babies who in daycare yeah. would be costing thousands a month. Yeah. Two, so, two thousand. Yeah. Um, and that's in the, that's in the median range. Obviously I don't want to look at the low range. Um, I actually read an article the other day, Zach and I were talking about how we're both happy 
Like, and I told, I told Zach, you know, being a stay at home mom is very difficult. It's very alienating. Um, I actually, I went to Walmart last night. That was my big trip out. Um, <laughs> yeah, I went to, <laughs> and I, <laughs> so I, I texted you guys about the, uh, the tin of cookies I bought and I started eating them in the car on the way home. Cause I was just like, you know, so sitting in the Walmart parking lot, eating these shortbread cookies. And I was just like full mom right now, full mom. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, it just, um, so I read this article and yeah, obviously when you have kids, um, uh, and, and even, even if you don't have children, like hearing and reading articles about children that are being harmed is really difficult. But, um, I read this, this woman, she had like a four month old baby and she brought him or her, I can't remember if it was a girl or a boy, brought the baby home and the baby had a bruise on its inner thigh or something like that. And the, the woman had asked the daycare provider what happened. She said it was just a rough diaper change. It's not that big of a deal. A what? A rough diaper change. Anyways, the baby was super fussy. The woman takes the baby to the doctors and there's like a broken femur and a couple (gasps) ribs or something broken. Like this baby was abused. So then they, but like that kind of stuff happens, you know, and you, you can't know. And I just am so, um, more aware of, of that now that I am a parent myself. Um, yeah. And I mean, as with anything, like, it's like the daycare provider who takes care of my niece mm-hmm. is an angel. She cares for these children mm-hmm. like they are her own and then beyond. Like, she pays more attention to them than, like, a normal mom does. Yeah. Because, like, literally this is – and she wakes up at 5 a.m., watches these kids from 6 a.m. until 6 p.m., rain or shine and maybe takes like you know a couple days off other than the weekends a year and this i mean she lost her husband and was back to work a week later because she was like these children are my Mm -hmm. life i love them i don't want to be away from them so you have a lot of people like that but then there's also the horror stories and it's just kind of like you know i was in daycare as a baby and it was a great experience in terms of like my my mom was happy with it i got kicked out you got (laughs) did you put anyone in a washing machine no, uh, I was mean to the other kids. That happens. That happened to my nephew. Well, you know, um, yeah, I got kicked out. So I'm <laughs> no more daycare for Rachel. It was a seventh day Adventist daycare, anyways. Was my... They were just like, get this heathen out kind of here, of. <laughs> bathe her in holy oil, <laughs> demon be gone. But yeah, I mean, I like don't think that much has changed. Yeah. I mean, like it's it's so crazy because it's like I would venture to say that most daycares are great, but mm-hmm. you hear about the horror stories and it's yeah. just so unfathomable that someone could hurt a child and that sticks to us. And so it's like, it, if it you does. send your child to daycare, that's great. If you don't send your child to daycare, that's great. You have yeah. to do it works with your family. Mm-hmm. And so, like in my mind, you are contributing financially. Um, also, I feel like, I mean, and I've done. I've done both at this point. Like I've worked and I've mm-hmm. had and I've been a stay at home mom and staying staying home is very hard. And I used to be one oh, of the people who was like staying home is so much harder. But then like I talked to my sister in law who is yeah full time working and um you know still come home comes home and takes care of twins and her and her husband both work and it's like there is no easy. I mean I I would say probably the only people who have mm-hmm. it easier are the ones who have like live in help. Yeah. And can take breaks whenever they want. And someone cleaning you, and cooking. <laughs> right? I miss you. I'm just like, I look at like celebrities sometimes and I'm like, God, they have a lot of kids. And I'm like, I probably have a lot of kids too. If if I had like 
the financial means to yeah. pay a housekeeper, yeah. a cook, I mean, a nanny. I mean, you saw the state of my house. You saw. I did all that. Your house looks normal, dude. Seriously. I, well, all the laundry, I thought I did most of the laundry. You're so doing, I'm, I'm notorious well. for not doing, doing well. laundry. Like, I'm notorious. I mean, I'll wash it and dry it, but, but you, I won't fold it because it's yeah. just... So yesterday, it took me five hours because Lennon was like, I would like to help you. This towel is folded. And Let me helping, throw it I on mean, the floor. Yes. And then they were like, look at all of these hangers. They make clacking noises when you hit them. Clackety clack And bitches. <laughs> we're just pulling out everything. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't even know. Um, well, so for next episode, I do want to talk, delve more into the Scientology um, and cult stuff. Uh, I've been doing a lot of uh, research. You need to listen to the last podcast series on Scientology. You'll like it. Um, I just, uh, once again, like, this this guy was a fucking science fiction writer. And people were like, he seems to know his stuff. Um, and Do you think I we just, could start a cult and people would actually, like, follow? I know. I think well, almost anybody um, could start a cult. We can start doing wine episodes. And by wine episodes, I mean you can... You know, do your stuff, and I'm going to drink yeah. some wine. Glug, glug, motherfucker. I just want to start a cult where, like, no one has to do anything they don't want to. You don't have to give up your belongings or leave your family. No one gets yeah. hurt. And basically, it's just like a cult in the sense that, like, we all live within, like, a few miles of each other and, like, take turns cooking dinner. That's a commune, isn't it? I think that's a commune. Yeah. Mm. I'm going to – I was thinking about joining a nudist colony, but then – um, I found these sweats, so that's not happening. Yeah, I would say it's definitely not worth giving up. No. I mean, I just, I'm one of those people who doesn't like to sleep complete, completely naked. Not I either. love sleeping topless, but I like having underwear on. I don't like sleeping. I like having everything protected. Like, down like... down south. Just protected. Yeah. I'm, um, but, like, my husband thinks that's weird. I don't think it's weird at all. Thank you. Um, speaking of nudist colonies, when I lived in Germany... <laughs> yes. So there was this place called the, uh, I think it was called the Schwebenquellen. How many um, bleached assholes have you seen? Um, you know, not a lot of assholes, but a lot of dicks. Um, not in a personal way. Like, I haven't seen a lot of dicks as in, like, a lot of men that I have personally been involved. Not at all, actually. Uh, um, but, but the place called the Schwebenquellen, and it's like a spa slash, mm-hmm. and they have a bunch of them in Germany, and they're just like... This one in particular, you have to be naked. You can't go in with a bathing suit. You can't wear a towel. No, and it's like this you. big. I don't know how to describe it. I'll show you pictures. It's like these big indoor spas and heated pools and saunas and like everything's pristinely clean and beautiful and everyone's naked. And so you see a lot of dicks and a lot of titties and nobody like makes it weird. But being like 19 years old and American, I was like, holy shit. It's a lot of naked people. And I just, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. Yeah. I, I, I have every bit of respect for people who want to go be in a nudist colony. I just, wouldn't it take a little bit of the mystery away? Mm-hmm. Like, how would you ever be like, oh, you're naked, let's do it. But then you'd be like, oh, you're naked all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm simplifying something that's not very simple. But uh, I... based on my feeling at the Schwebenquell, and I don't want to be naked around a bunch of people. I also don't think I would like to be naked around a bunch of people. Just sounds unhygienic. Yeah, that actually. So I was thinking about that yesterday because I sent a picture to my sister of all the laundry that I had to fold, and they said, "Be right back." Joining a nudist colony, and she was like, "What the fuck, weirdo?" <laughs> and then I got to thinking, like, sitting. Wait, is this the one with the ringback tones? Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Hannah, you can't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> so I was thinking about like, if you were in a nudist colony and you sat on someone's couch, like, 
Does everybody have, yeah. like, do you wipe the couches I don't afterwards? want people's juices around Yeah, me. but, I mean, also, No, like, it's a really good point. Like, yeah. bodily fluids, man, are no joke. Yes, but also, um, you know what? I'm going to leave that alone. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to go Rachel where. Rachel needs a couple days to dissect this. In I, way. yeah. We should talk about, we should learn about nudist colonies and oh do a goodness. whole episode on them. But let's not invite anybody over that's in a nudist colony. No. I mean, if you're in a nudist colony and you happen to be listening to this, I would like to know how you found out about us because as far as I know, no one I know personally is in a nudist colony. Um, also, you can write us an like? email. But when I show you pictures of the Schwabenquell and you'll be like, oh my God, that's such a beautiful place. Like I, 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 I miss it. It's beautiful. I went there a couple times, and it was kind of expensive. Really? Yeah, I it was just like it was just it. naked, like, and you uh, you just get kind of used it. to it, like, even though you're just like, there could be like a like an old dude with like old balls, like twenty feet from you, and you just kind of forget like that everyone's naked after a while. Maybe that's what a nudist colony is like. Uh, I'm having a hard time. What processing. about boners? Yeah, I don't know. What about them? What if? The men become desensitized and don't get as many boners because they're like, meh, I've seen a lot of titties today. I... You need time. I need lots of time. Like, I am running scenarios through my brain right now, <laughs> and I am, like, trying to I process. I can tell you've got your face that you get when you're, like, trying. Like, you're re- you're doing I'm, a deep dive in your I'm, brain. Oh, I'm deep diving hardcore. You know what's going to happen? Colonies. I'm going to Google this shit. GTS. Use the Google box. Down the Google, Google box. It Google can't be any shit. worse than the dolphin articles. Mm, yeah, you're probably right about that. I don't oh know. God. I think we've covered a lot today. We have, but it was a whole lot of like mishmash and nothing. But those are actually some of some people's favorite episodes. Also, I'm seeing a trend here that we should caffeinate ourselves or I should caffeinate myself beforehand and then you maybe should go the opposite direction I yeah because before you brought me this Americano I had had two 16 ounce tumblers of black coffee this is you with 32 ounces of coffee in you shit that's a lot uh is it 32 ounces no because this isn't a 16 ounce (sighs) yeah it is that this is you with 32 ounces of coffee in you uh this would actually make what's a 16 times three this I don't is my know. third. This is my third tumbler of coffee for the day. Forty-eight. Forty-eight with is that five right? shots of espresso. <laughs> I don't know if that's right. Wait, sixteen. Me 16 with forty-eight is... ounces of coffee would be just a panic attack. I had so I had a full pot. Well, I had almost a full pot of coffee, and then I had my my morning black eye, which is black coffee and espresso, oh and then I did God. a refill. With just regular black coffee. And then you brought me a grande Americano. Well, you know. This is me now. This is you. This is me. I saw what your child did in the span of 10 seconds. You saw what both of them did. Yeah. All day. So I think that you have to continue doing whatever keeps you sane. (laughs) You know, it's funny because um, this weekend I was like, you know what? I am going to. So kind of woke up with a little bit of a hangover on Sunday. Zach and I were drinking and watching Game of Thrones. Not drinking heavily. Just, you know indulging a little bit imbibing imbibing and uh baxley does this new thing where he shrieks like a goddamn banshee and it is the loudest most ear piercing uh ear bleeding brain bleeding thing that you could ever hear 
Um, and he does it for two reasons. He does it when he's upset and he does it for shits and giggles. Mm. So here I am thinking, you know what? I'm going to try to get healthy. Follow all these bodybuilders on Instagram. Don't do it. I'm not going to, dr- you know, I'm not going to drink for the next month. And then he goes, Yee! but just imagine that like way louder and uh, more, with more, more screechy, more screechy. Um, and that was my, that was, yeah, so, um, just, uh, yeah. I have to say, Baxley has a very, um, consistent habit of being super chill whenever I come over, and mm-hmm. I think it's his way of trying to, um, he wants discredit to everything that you're saying. Yeah, I would not doubt that. He's like, I'm going to psychologically damage this woman, <laughs> and then when people are around, I'm going to gaslight her. <laughs> Your child is emotionally abusing you. (laughs) But isn't that all toddlers? They're all kind of like. That is all I mean, I have a preschooler and I mean, I'm not exaggerating when I say she makes me want to cry at least three times a week. And I mean, it's such a, it's such a, um, it's such a a weird like balance between like, I love this child so much. I would die for her. Right. And oh my God, she makes me want to cry. Yeah. She, if an adult did to me what that child does to me, they would be in jail. Um, it's just abuse. Yeah. She, can, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Kids. Hopefully Boys. your babies will go to sleep easily tonight and sleep through I'm the night. I'm super, like, hoping Baxley doesn't have a concussion. I'm going to be watching he him like He does not have a, a concussion. Okay. I'm, I'm going to be watching him like a hawk because no, that was a pretty so. loud thunk. <laughs> yeah, but based on how he was acting directly after it, I don't yeah. think so. Yeah. Okay. And I mean, and also your husband is trained to um, be able to tell if people have concussions. So if he yeah. does not seem worried. Do not seem worried. Speaking of, uh, my mom has no sense of smell or taste. Dude, that is wild. Okay, to me. so for well, how I'm does sure she none know when you, the babies I, need their butts changed if you're not around? Does she just kind of like, oh, it's been an hour. I'm gonna check. I don't know because it's just happened. Dude, that no. Wait, what when she? Okay, so my mom was in Washington and she fell off uh, oh, right. off a off a porch and landed on a concrete slab. Um. Anyways, oh. she cracked her head open. Fifteen staples. Tracy. Since then, she has not been able to smell or taste anything. Oh, my God. Um, and so she went to have her staples removed, and she'd mentioned it. So when she went to urgent care, they literally just gave her some hydrocodone, I think, whatever, and then stapled her head and sent her on her merry little way. Did not give her an x-ray. Did not do a CT or any, anything. Anyways, since then, she has been unable to smell or taste anything. Nothing weird there, huh? Right? damn. (laughs) And so she mentioned it when they were taking her staples out, and they were like, that's indicative of head trauma. Like, you didn't get checked for a concussion. Like, nothing. Like, nothing whatsoever. Um, So, yeah, they don't know if it's going to be long-term. Oh. Or if it will, I don't know. But you know what? I can guarantee she's not going to be as fucking picky. Silver lining, my friend. <laughs> There's always a silver lining. Um, I can't remember who I know who also doesn't have a sense of smell. I can't remember who it is, but someone I know. And I'm sorry if I'm forgetting who you are. Mm, I love you right. all. Um, I know my brother's colorblind. But not like black. Like, he's not like, you know, watching everything in old-timey pictures. Yeah. He, um, we always made fun of him because I'd be like, what color's that car? And he'd be like, purple. I'm like, it's red, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking hates it. And my grandpa is too. Uh-huh. And so is it, it hereditary? Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Through my, 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 grand, my mom's grandpa, mm-hmm. my mom's father, and now him. And 
we just love giving him shit about it, which as is really you, cool. As you should. If you, you know? do not haze your siblings, what kind of sibling are you? It's true. I mean, I think maybe the problem with today's society is we don't tease our siblings enough. And I mean, like, good-hearted sibling teasery. Yeah, like, Hannah, your ringtone, ring back tone's fucking Hannah, suck. this is an intervention. <laughs> First of all, we recorded an episode that we had to scrap, and in that episode I addressed this. It is not 2007. And if you're going to have a ring back tone in 2018, almost 2019, it has to be ironic and then to inspire outrage. So, I say you find a song that has some sort of reference to eating buttholes or twerking or... You know, anything by Cardi B. Right. And make that your ring back tone. Um, so that people will learn to text instead she, of call. Well, so <laughs> so she, we were on the phone and we had to go and she's like, call me back. And so I called her back and her ring back tone happened to be Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker or whatever. Well, that's a good song. However. It is good. It is good. And so I enjoyed it. She's like, all right, go ahead. Let me have it. Let me know how fucking terrible it she was. She knows. And I was like, actually, that one was really good. I enjoyed it. And I was hoping you were going to pick up the phone because I haven't heard that song in a while. And I was like, but all your other ones fucking suck. Yeah. I mean, there's <laughs> some that are just shameful and don't need to be. Yeah. We won't mention them on air because, Hannah, you deserve to have your privacy protected. But mm. I will say I have some suggestions for you. Um, all Email of us. <laughs> dial our digits. But I won't call you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this just reminds you of that one where it's like, which essential oil uh, <laughs> is hold on. I feel like if you have a callback thing, um, oh my god, that's so funny. She's gonna be so mad. It's fine. It's fine. Oh, that's... Hannah, I'm sorry. no. She's not gonna really be mad. She's gonna just tell me I'm a huge dick, and then Zach's gonna be like, "You're really mean to your sister." Be like, you know how I sleep at night perfectly well until Baxley starts crying. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, living and speaking of sleeping really well, I'm one of those people that like has all kinds of like neurotic tendencies and anxieties. Like, but during the day. When it's time to go to bed, my brain is like, we doing this? All right. Right. Powers down. Whereas, like, I feel like the average person goes about their day like, normal, 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 uh-huh. normal. They lay in bed and they're like, oh, my God, that thing I said three days ago to that person. Oh, my God, I need to find my birth so certificate. I meant, I wanted to, so we were we were talking about sleep on another podcast. I can tell if I'm getting ready to fall asleep because my thoughts get super erratic. Like, I'll be thinking about random stuff, and then the the deep, like, once I start drifting off to sleep, like, things, I'll start thinking about things that don't make sense. Like, I'll be, I'll be dreaming about being in a coffee shop, or thinking about being in a coffee shop, and the closer I get to falling asleep, there'll be, like, a dog wearing a vest walking on two legs on the beach. That's fair. And then I'm like... It's almost it's time. sleep time. Like, it makes no sense. Yeah, like, mind it, you, too. It do, It makes no sense whatsoever. But then I'm just kind of like, I do this little internal happy dance, like, fuck yeah, I'm falling asleep. Sleep time. Sleep time. You know, on the subject of the ringback tones, before we sign off, I just want to say, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that this meme I saw that I sent uh, you where it's like, which essential oil is best for getting people to stop talking yeah. to you? It's called a ringback tone. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah, <laughs> is your phone feeling a little dry? <laughs> Get rid of the ring back down. <laughs> just kidding. God, I'm just kidding. Oh my god, this is so I'm great. Just <laughs> I feel so bad because Hannah's gonna hate me. I like you, Hannah. We're Facebook friends. <laughs> you share good memes. 
but you got it oh i love how i was looking through pictures from our group to find that picture and the first one that comes up is lennon Lennon licking the grocery cart we should probably sign off we're at an hour and a half oh my god yeah well that's talk 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 talk. yeah i know is that i gotta do dinner stuff (laughs) i'm probably gonna order food like i don't feel like doing Ooh yes my sister made dinner you lucky bastard i know so there's there's a lot of perks to having your sister live with you Oh, man. And she's all like, we should eat real food. No more pizza. And I'm like, okay. Okay, just real quick, speaking of pizza, Papa John's has a cheeseburger pizza. What? I'll eat it. Uh, I'll give it a try. It's fucking amazing. They're doing, like, a deal where it's, like, a large pizza for $11 or something like that. Um, I don't, cheeseburger pizza. Anyways, highly recommend it. Shout out to Papa John's for having a great pizza that's, like... A lot of calories, and I oh god, yeah. Hell Anyways, yes. uh, thanks for listening, guys. We love you. Uh, sorry, this so is so much of nonsense, but actually, I'm sorry, not sorry, not sorry, <laughs> not sorry. <laughs> Bye. Bye.